You're listening to Explore to Inspire, a Puna podcast. For more than 30 years, Puna has been sailing the world's most remote shores, exploring the globe to promote education and the protection of our precious environment. This podcast provides a unique chance to hear the travel stories of passengers and crew as they share unforgettable memories of other cultures, biodiversity, and experiences that touch them profoundly. What makes friendships eternal? How can encounters inspire a destiny? How can the bonds created during a trip resist both distance and time? In this episode, get on board Le Commandant Charcot with Tom for his very first expedition as a cadet. Destination: the North Pole. During this mythical crossing, he meets up with the people who inspired his vocation as a sailor when he was just a child during this very first cruise to Greenland with Punon, while an unexpected guest turns this adventure into a real journey through time. I have always dreamed of becoming a sailor. As a child, travel was a way of life for my family. I'd already visited many countries by the time I turned 15, but Greenland in 2011 left a lasting impression on me. It was a trip aboard a Ponant ship, and it was so special, it even made me want to become a sailor. Imagine my reaction when 10 years later, while I was a naval cadet, my application for an internship with Ponant was accepted. And not just any internship, but a polar expedition aboard Le Commandant Charcot. It's a unique new ship, capable of navigating even further in extreme areas. I was going to participate in a dry run. You must be asking yourself, what's a dry run? Well, it's a voyage without passengers, a sea trial to test new ships in actual conditions. The morning of the big day arrived and I was finishing my packing. My father suggested that I take my tablet with old pictures of our famous trip to Greenland 10 years before. He was sure that I'd bump into crew members from 2011 and that the photos would be a good way to start a conversation, to help me integrate. A few hours later, I was at the airport in Paris. It took me three flights to get to Longyearbyen on the Svalbard archipelago in Norway. Shortly after landing, I was in the bus heading to the port, and there, finally, I saw the Commandant Charcot, a brand new ship in the middle of a sublime polar landscape with icy seas and snowy mountains as far as the eye could see. I took a million pictures. We embarked, and Captain Garcia welcomed us. On board, there was lots of space. It was magnificent, refined, elegant. I knew that future passengers would enjoy a wonderful time on this ship, but in the meantime, I was the one enjoying it. I remember being very impressed with the navigation equipment. It was all state of the art. At the end of the morning, we finally left the port. For the first few hours, we were all spellbound by the landscape, the colors, the blues, The whites were almost unreal. At that moment, all the sailors on board, even the most experienced, had polar stars in their eyes. Later in the day, I saw lots of seasoned sailors. I recognized one of them. 
My father was right. It was Nicolas de Bray. He was a member of our trip to Greenland in 2011. At Ponant, everyone knows the polar adventurer. He has a very good knowledge of the Inuit culture and even lives in Greenland for part of the year. I introduced myself and took my old photos of Greenland and showed some to him. He quickly recognized me. He told me that back then I was one of the few children to ever come aboard. The whole crew liked me. I was a bit of a mascot for them. While we were talking, I was struck by another man's face. I pulled out the tablet again and scrolled through the photos. There, I recognized him. I was a little overwhelmed with emotion. The man standing in front of us was Oli, an Inuit who had met in unforgettable circumstances 10 years earlier. When I showed him the pictures of the previous trip, I saw his face light up. I think he did remember me after all. During the famous trip to Greenland with my parents in 2011, we joined the visit to the Inuit village of Kulshusrak, a tiny hamlet in the middle of the ice pack. I was struck by the surroundings. We spent a few hours in the village with the Inuits, discovering their way of life. One of the locals in the village had taken a shine to me. I remember him talking to me, trying to make me laugh. I was still a child at the time. I didn't understand anything this man was saying, but thanks to his facial expressions and gestures, he managed to make me laugh. As her visit to the village ended, he invited my family to meet his. Just us, without the other passengers. Later in the day, I'd returned to the Inuit village with Nicolas Dubreuil and my father. We had a great time. We visited his house, watched him and his wife prepare local dishes, and we shared an exotic snack together. We saw how they actually lived, right there in the middle of the ice pack. I played ball with him and the children. One of his two sons was about my age. Obviously, we didn't understand each other at all, but we were able to bond and have a good time playing together. I don't know if you realize this, but playing football with Inuit children in the middle of the ice pack as an 11 years old was unforgettable. I have spoken to my parents about it many times over the following years. I really wanted to see this man and his family again. 11 years later, here he was, right in front of me, on board Le Commandant Charcot. I asked him why he was on board. Nicolas Dubreuil helped us by translating. Oli explained that he just joined Le Commandant Charcot as an expert on the polar regions. It makes sure the crew members and guests move around safely by giving precious information about this fragile environment. Nicolas Dubreuil offered him this role and he immediately accepted. As well as being close neighbors for part of the year, they've become friends. Oh, this was so crazy. I had no idea. <sighs> In the days that followed, we spent quite a lot of time together and shared many incredible moments. I had the chance to follow him during a reconnaissance of the ice. What a magnificent environment. Returning to France and to reality was very hard. I was at school the very next morning, but my mind was still back there. Today, I only have one wish. To return. You have just listened to Explore to Inspire, the Ponant podcast. 
To prolong this escape to remote and wondrous destinations, join our community of enthusiasts on the Punal social networks or visit our blog, skills.punal.com. We hope to see you soon to share more beautiful stories on our next podcast episode and on board our ships.